Welcome to David Nagel's Art of Success Business School. You are about to get a glimpse behind the curtain of David's massively successful income acceleration principles as he shows you how to approach your business with innovative growth strategies that are grounded in accurate thinking and result in high-end sales. And here is the man himself, David Nagel. Who else had a question? Um, so it was in relation to what you had talked about with your coach where um, your coach was asking you to, well, he was kind of creating a need of urgency by making you fly first class yeah. when he didn't have the money, right? Yeah. And so my question is, um, it's harder for us if we don't have a coach to create that sense of urgency for ourselves, right? Because it's easier when we have someone kicking us in the rear to do it as opposed to motivating ourselves to do it by ourselves. And so my question to you is, um, is a coach always needed yes. to start you up in that sense? You show me somebody that has not become unbelievably successful without a coach or a mentor. Right. Or, and also, are there any ways that we can empower ourselves to do it by ourselves? Um, you know, I, I'm you assuming have, that once you coach with someone, they would teach you those skills, and then you can start to do it by yourself. But um, any suggestions? So or? the idea that, you, that you're running around in your head is a dysfunctional idea that will keep you stuck. It's mm -hmm. a middle-class idea that I've got to do it by myself, right? And nobody does it by themselves. As a matter of fact, and I used to think the same way, but knowing what I know now, I, I cannot imagine how anybody even, even gets into that kind of a mindset because... When you have the right coach or mentor, it's unbelievable how fast you can move ahead because they can see things through experience that you can't see without it. I mean, it would take you 10 years. You know, I could tell you one thing in five minutes that could totally change your life that would take you 10 years to figure out on your own because you just don't have the experience. That's what my coach did for me, right? I was stuck at $60,000 a year. I mean, stuck there for about seven years. I could not seem to break past that level. In six months... He had me up to $60,000 a month in six months. For seven years, I couldn't get there on my own, right? Because I can't see what I can't see. It doesn't make me wrong or anything wrong with me or anything wrong with you, but you can't see what you can't see. If your mind is not wired to think that way, right, why keep trying it on your own when somebody else can get you there so much faster? I mean, one of the things that I'm known for is helping people get over seven figures really, really fast. Because I can see what they can't see. You know how long it would take them to do it if they were on their own just through trial and error? They probably wouldn't get there because they'd quit. You'd get so frustrated with trying because you're trying within the sphere of your own belief system, right? So it's like taking a jigsaw puzzle that has a picture of an apple on it. You know, you buy a jigsaw puzzle and on the cover it's got an apple. And you go home and you make the apple and you're like, that's a nice apple, but now I want a strawberry. So you keep rearranging the same pieces trying to get a strawberry, but it just is, it's either an apple or it's a freaking mess, right? You need a new puzzle. But if your mind won't allow you to get a new puzzle, and you won't allow anybody in your life to tell you you need to get a new puzzle, right? Then you're stuck in your own puzzle. Does that make sense? So why would you think to yourself that, why would that question even come to your mind? Like, if I don't have a coach, is there any way I could do this without a coach? Where is that really coming from? Okay, so I have, have been working with a coach for about three months, which was all the savings that I had put aside, and I decided to invest in him. And I've worked with Glenn, I think you know him. Glenn? Um, and, um, Glenn and Gina Glenn? Sorry? Glenn and Gina Glenn? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so now my term is done. Um, 
I did put together an e-course and it has launched. I have 12 students, but I'm kind of at the point where I don't have the money to reinvest in him or another coach. And I'm kind of at that stage where I'm wondering, okay, what do I do? Do I get in debt to get a coach? Because okay. I know my coach okay. is going to get me there. Right, stop right there. Stop right there. So. Let's go back to where Thanks. we were. Who else thinks this way? Anybody? Oh, you're all lying. <laughs> you're all lying. Not at this table, huh? So here's where you are, okay? The truth is up here, right? But your belief says that you don't have the money. Is that right? But the truth is that you do have the money. But your experience tells you that you don't. So you'd rather go by your experience and make a decision from there than you would based on the truth. Therefore, you don't grow. You can't grow because you're making a decision out of the dysfunction that's keeping you where you are. Even though it seems like the responsible thing to do, the logical thing to do, the natural thing to do, it's the only thing that you can do based on your circumstances, right? But that is a cause and effect situation that will continue to keep you in that place. So then what do you start thinking? Well, if I'm going to hire the coach, I have to go into debt, right? And I don't want to go into debt, so that seems like a cause and effect situation that I don't want to experience. Because you don't understand that there's more resources than just going into debt. It's interesting that you don't say to yourself, well, I'll just earn the money next week. So basically, what are you telling me? You're telling me what you know how to do. You know how to stay in the same place and you know how to go into debt. Those are the only two options that seem viable to you, right? I have taken the leap of faith in terms of like investing and in terms of being here, especially when you know, I'm trying not to look at my bank account, which is like pretty null. <laughs> uh, but everything has come into place like in terms of I'm starting to see in my reality that the things that I've taken leaps of faith for and have decided to do and put into place have actually come to be real. Like I've actually experienced it, you know, it has manifested. And so from, I think my question is in terms of, is it worth it to take another leap of faith, even though at this point it's like I don't have the little savings that I had last time I took the leap of faith and just go with it, you know? And Do you know what belief <laughs> system you're communicating to me right now? What's that? It doesn't work. Okay. I've done all this and it doesn't work, see? But it does. I, I saw it work <laughs> for a little bit. But it's not working now. Right. So you have to go by what your experience is now. Otherwise, you put yourself in a place that you're not. Right. Right? Even if it worked previously, if it's not working now, you're doing something to cause it not to work. So you always bring right. yourself right. to the level point with your belief system. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah that makes total sense. So, so the way that you need to change this is, what am I doing that's causing this problem? The problem is an illusion. It's not real, even though you're experiencing it as real. So what am I doing that's causing it, and what can I change to change what my experience is? That's the way that you need to be asking this question in order to have a productive answer actually come in so that you can change your experience. Because the, every, every way that you're posing it right now keeps you locked into where you are. And, and it's funny because as I'm talking, I can actually feel the fear, <laughs> which, is, which is, I guess it's brilliant in some ways. Well, what are you afraid of? But I am of? asking it, and, and sorry? What are you afraid of? I don't know, all the things that could go wrong. <laughs> well, tell me what they are. <laughs> um, well, for one, like I said, just going into debt to get the coaching that I need to move forward and actually set up the next thing. Um, I want to set up um, maybe like coaching programs or... Um, like I've done my e-course and I'm teaching the e-course right now and that's going brilliantly and I'd like to take it a step further. But at the same time, like I said, I'm, it's that thing of, okay, do I take the risk to go in debt 
because I know I need a coach and I've seen how, how well I've done having someone there to back me up and to help me out. Um, so what's wrong with going into debt? I don't know. I've never been there. <laughs> so, like, I don't, I, are you afraid of it? Yeah, I'm afraid of the consequences of it. Absolutely. What are the consequences of it? I don't know. Whatever might happen to people that are in debt. <laughs> so there's what's real and what you're imagining. Right. So what's real? What happens to people that are in debt? Tell me what happens. They're stressing. They can't figure out where to get the money from. They don't know how they're going to make ends meet. Are you having any of those problems now? Uh, no. You're not? N not yet, no. Okay. <laughs> no. So why are you afraid of those things? I guess because I'm setting it up for myself that way, if I'm thinking of it, that that's a possibility of what might happen if I do end up taking the risk. Okay. Yeah. So then it becomes something that you don't want to approach. You don't want that to happen to you, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, that's where the fear is coming from, yeah. Okay, so you're not experiencing that now. Correct. Right? Yeah. So why are you using that? Or let me, ask, let me rephrase that. What are you using that as an excuse to not have to do? Sorry, say that again? So you're, you made that up in your mind. People yes. are you stress, not be able to pay the bills, worry about where the money is going to come from. Yeah. But you're not experiencing it now. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. So you've created that illusion in your mind. Yeah. as a consequence to not have to do something so that you don't have to go into debt, okay. right? right? What is it that you're avoiding doing in your own business? I don't know. I guess the thing for me is if I think of where I am right now, it's like I'm at the verge. Like I'm not in it, but I'm very close to it. And so it's like... Well, obviously. You know. <laughs> and you don't want to get all the way in. Right. That's why you're creating these illusions of consequence that you're not experiencing, so right. that you don't have to get all the way in it. Right. The question is why? What are you avoiding? I guess fear of taking the leap. <laughs> well, you had to take a leap to get into where you are. True, true. So that's not what the fear is then? I don't know, I'll think about it. <laughs> no, now what you're doing is you're saying, stop asking me questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can keep going, <laughs> keep asking. <laughs> I'm open. Um, I guess it goes both ways. It could be fear of failure or fear of success. And, and you know, uh, I think fear of failure because it's something that when you're new and you just start and you're not sure what you're doing, it's inevitable to have that fear. Um, and then fear of success because I guess you doubt, can I really be successful? Can I really do this? Right? So. Can I ask you a different question? Yeah. Because you've been a both a success and a failure in your life already. Everybody has. Right. So you're not afraid of those things. What are you afraid you will lose if either you are a tremendous success mm -hmm. or a terrible failure? Probably comes down to the same thing that you were talking about in terms of what people think or what people would say. Who? What people? Oh, the people I have around me. <laughs> My family. Um... Who specifically? And my family would be my mom. I mean, that's hands down the person that I know very clearly I have to cut out of my life because she's not supportive of what I do. Um, I don't know. Everyone else, everyone around me. Basically. It's not everyone. Yes, you do. Okay. <laughs> let me think. You wouldn't be almost crying if you didn't know. Sorry, let me compose myself. Um... So in the last seven months is where I've done this transition of being laid off from work 
and happily enjoying them because I hated what I was doing. Um, and I've gone through this growth stage where I started to think about where I want to take my life and, and literally thought of the question, what do you want to do with the rest of your life, right? Um, and in thinking about that is where I really started to build a new network of people, a new you know, Facebook page, everything. I started going through the process of learning about wealth consciousness, um, basically doing things differently than what I have done up to now because it obviously hasn't been working and I could see that very clearly and so I wanted to do things differently. Um, and in doing so, I met different people, you know, like Gina, like Glenn, etc. So I started attracting the right kinds of people to me um, and I feel like I have a good base to start from and a good audience. And because I have seen that it worked, like my e-course has gone well, I've done my first launch, people are interested, I noticed that they genuinely admire the value of what I have to put out there, of my gifts. Um, and seeing that come from people that, <clears throat> sorry, I don't even know. I mean, there's people in my course I've never met in my life. And they decided to sign up for it is, is brilliant. And so I guess the fear of failure would come from the fact that, you know, it's like, oh, well, it was a one-time thing and it just, it happened, but I don't, <clears throat> it's not happening anymore. Or, you know, again, a lot of people tell me, like, you, that, you know, you're crazy, you're doing all these leaps of faith, you've invested the last bit of money you have, you're going on a trip right now, and... Wait a minute, stop. Yeah. Who is it the most? Like, my immediate friends and my mom. <laughs> and I think the person who's been the most opposed to, to me doing all of these things is probably my mom. And that's where I get my, my money story from, <laughs> so to speak. Okay, so, so you've, had a, you've had a glimpse into where you could go. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And you also are becoming very aware of what you have to let go of in order to get there. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. all this other stuff that you told me about is just creating stories so that you don't have to face that problem. Okay. <laughs> That's the difference between knowing where you are and making decisions from a place where you're not. Because your issue is not debt. Mm -hmm. It's not borrowing money or creating debt to hire the right coach. It's that you now realize you can go there. But you also have to realize that not everybody's coming with. Right. And that's what you need to make peace with. Because the other things are not a problem. But if you make them a problem, you'll spin off creating problems that you don't need, you don't want, that aren't necessary, because you don't want to face this problem. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because then you're just avoiding it. And You're just avoiding other it. Things. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whatever you resist changing will create multiple other problems in your life that will hallucinate to you that they're real when they're not. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thank you for that. That's great clarity. Thank you. You're welcome. That's a, see, this is the difference between what the truth is, right? Because success is something that's really easy, it is not difficult. Making a lot of money is not difficult. But when we don't understand what the problem is, it becomes very difficult. Only because we can't see what the issue is. We get focused on something different. Because we don't want to deal with what is the most painful thing. 
That's it for this episode of David Nagel's Art of Success Business School. If you're a business owner who's hearing more no's from ideal clients than expected, go now to www.salesstrategyreview.com to claim a complimentary one-on-one session with one of David's trained sales coaches and learn what you can do right now to accelerate your sales and income. We trust you enjoyed this edition of David Nagel's Art of Success Business School. And until next time, just believe.